Now let me get my last sips out so I don't. Well, I already recorded. So Shit. Okay, hang on. To... Let me get my last sips out. Whoa, Camden, do you have a maracas or something? What are you? What are you doing? That's so weird that you. Get it all out now. That's so weird that you took a, a, a live squirrel and then stabbed a straw into it and, and drank all the blood and organs out of it so so intensely that it made like a noise on the inside because he's then sucked up all the bits on the inside mm -hmm. out. But I'm glad that you got refueled before inside we started. Like the movie we're reviewing today. Guys, we're here to talk about inside to, into... In, actually, They're making the second one. That's, that's the question. That's the question of today. What's a better title for Inside Out 2 than Ooh. Inside Out 2? You know what I mean? It could, it, you could take one of the words and switch it. Mm -hmm. Outside or, in. Okay. See, that's that's a good one, Jackson. I, see, I didn't even consider that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> we could just do that? Okay. What are you thinking? Mm, uh, inside to out. Nice. Like going from inside to out. No, no, no. That's a good one. There's definitely levels to that i was thinking yeah. we take the classic vin diesel approach two inside <laughs> two out so that mm -hmm. way we get like a too fast too furious kind of i don't of think that one on. makes sense quite at all so, yeah <laughs> welcome back to roomies talking movies the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews i'm your host dane and enjoying with me today as always are my beautiful little space pirates jackson no and camden our button space out of the two of you, Cam is the only one who understood where I was going with yeah, that Jackson. opening. Yeah, but are they pirates? This week we're back to talk about Andor, <laughs> the Star Wars series that said apparently about pirates. It's apparent. It's, it's a, pirate a pirate show. A pirate, it please. A pirate. No, it's not. Andor colon There was pirates. no. <laughs> there was no swords. No swashbuckling. Yeah, there was no lightsabers in this no show. No scurvy. Of all. Spoilers for Andor, by the way. No lightsabers. Mm, no lightsabers. What a waste. <laughs> but uh, we will be jumping into Andor, the latest Star Wars Disney Plus series uh, to grace the silver screen. But before we do, we have more movie and TV show news than there are Death Stars in the existence of Star Wars. So far, there's only been three that we know of. Three? Star Killer. That's not a Death Star. If it looks like, if it walks like a Death Star <laughs> and quacks like a Death Star, that's a fucking Death Star. We'll get into this. Uh, before I we do, not. you know what? Who's coming back into Disney? What? Bob Iger returns as CEO of Disney as Bob Chapek kicks the bucket. Not, not that he's dead. Like he left. He left. He left. Mm. Kick the bucket is a broad statement that normally means when someone dies. I cannot emphasize this enough. Bob Chapek didn't die yet. Yet. Are we Dana's, Dana's plotting it. Yet. Plans um, haven't come to fruition. So yet. I saw this one post of people going like putting all these statistics on like Bob Igor, Bob Igor, um, Bob Igor doing successful with all of his CEO things. And then under Bob Chapek, it was like canceled the um Disney, like Disneyland passes that people get where they can go as much as they want, and different things like that, and introducing like fast pass adjacent things instead of just having fast passes. Not a lot of things that affect us on our end as like the media uh, mm -hmm. enjoyers, but like more so as Disney's entire company. Apparently he was lacking in some areas. Uh, Kim, I'm sure you know in what areas. 
Um, penis area, probably. Not he was lacking. That's, packing um, a two-meter penis. Not the area I was yeah. expecting. I was more did so you, thinking like the sales area. Well, Disney Plus did lose over a billion dollars in just the last quarter. And that's and all I feel like that was back. probably... Well, I feel like that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, I don't think that that was the only thing he did. Um, people are like upset with the state of the Disney parks because they're like very crowded and also very expensive and hard to get into. And people are like, why is it different than it was before COVID? You know, like if there's no more like COVID restrictions, why is it suddenly so much more crowded than it was pre-COVID, you know? And they think it has to do with the reservation system. But I guess there was... Um, some like conference today with like all Disney employees, like they're all invited. And it was just like with Bob Iger, like him just like giving like a talk. And I guess nothing like monumental was said. Um, Cause it, he was just trying to basically like not cause any news headlines, but also like affirm everyone that like, don't worry, like it's okay, you know? But people were like asking questions. I guess there's no plans to acquire new companies in the future. Good. And the, I, I didn't know that this was a rumor, but there was a rumor that Apple and Disney were going to merge didn't know that that was a rumor but i guess he shut that down during the talk as well um someone brought up the reservation system to him and he said he hasn't used it so he can't like speak to it he said he's going to talk to people who know more about it and then he's going to address it so he didn't want to like I mean, it was I, basically him being like i don't want to say anything because i don't want to make anyone mad you know <laughs> i mean that's fair he's coming back he doesn't know what's going on like that's whatever mm -hmm. well he was on the board of directors though the whole time yeah, but did he make the decisions to change the re reservation system? I don't no, think so. No, obviously not. But, but how's, how's the reservation system going? I don't know. I could get into any Disney park I don't I know. Want. I just Virgin. walk in. <laughs> I ran this shit. I just walk in and they, they go, is that Mickey Mouse? They clap when I show up. When, when <laughs> Whoa, I, it's Bob. When I throw up on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, people cheer. So why are they all named Bob? I don't know. It's Mickey. It's weird. Right? It's weird. His name's Mickey. His name's right? Mickey. Why is Why the CEO is it, named Bob? It, like, it's so much cooler that the Nintendo CEO is named Doug Bowser. Yes, because it, it works. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We uh, at least give us a Bob. Um, um, ooh, ooh, what's the hunchback's name? Uh, Quasimodo. Bob Quasimodo. <laughs> yes, Bob Quasimodo, because it's close enough to Igor, which yeah. is a hunchback in Frankenstein, and the only hunchback that Disney brings has. brings up a good question. Notre Dame. Do you think that having a name that associates with the job you're applying for helps you get that position? Like if you were like applying for like an accountant position and you were like, Joe Mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have picked a single name. <laughs> You couldn't have picked a single hey, it's name. Joe, Joe Finance. I'm I'm applying for this <laughs> like, finance know, job. Like Doug Bowser. What the fuck? Like I, that's like someone being called like Hi, I'm Doug Mario. Nice to meet you, <laughs> Mario. Mario. That's but crazy. Like, we just had a if Doug. If someone Bowser. applied for like a position at Disney and their name was like Mickey Jones, Mickey or Rooney, something, and like, oh, like Mickey Mouse, and then they'd hire him. I think that Bob. would help. To be like, do you think it's like a thing that like now because there's been so many Bobs, like even if it's like a joke in the process where they're like, oh my, another Bob, even that like thought, you know, crosses the back their mind. of their mind and like puts that person up higher because it makes them think about them. More. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, but there's then no other explanation. Then if they hire another Bob and they lose a hundred million dollars or something. A billion. Uh, a billion. Sorry. Bob billion. A Bob, Bob billion. <laughs> Uh, they're not going to have a job. So I think you also have to be good at what you a Bob. do. They're going to call him No Job Bob after this. Yeah. Speaking of Bobbies, Robbie, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie Pirates of the Caribbean movie is no longer <laughs> moving forward due to lack of interest. Well, let me tell you, I'm interested. Dana, are you interested? I'm so interested Jackson, in how you, are you just interested? pronounced that. I, I'm going to be entirely honest. I'm not. And, okay. and I'll tell you so why. So it's 66%. 
No, no, I'll tell you why I'm not interested. Because this means that she can focus more on the Barbie movie. You're right. This is a dis- this is purely good. a distraction. The Barbie movie is where the big money is, Margot. Jenkins, Chase do you that. like Barbie? Yeah, I like Barbie. Do you like Barbie? This is a trick. <laughs> Don't answer it, Jackson. <laughs> Am I in answer danger? This, answer this carefully. Do you, do you like Barbie? No. Okay. Sorry, Margo. Uh, you could just stay in the lounge right now. Jackson doesn't want to see you today in Barbie costume. What? Yeah, it was a trick. And you it was a trick. She's right oh up there. And you can't go God, out there. Oh, my God, guys. Ryan Gosling's right there. Oh. Put your dick away. <laughs> Why does he have his dick out? I don't know. He's not even in the Ken costume. It's <laughs> weird. Why would I mean, his di- okay, his dick's not weird. Let's get that straight. That it's- is. Just kidding. <laughs> How would you describe Ryan Gosling's penis? Well, chef's kiss. <laughs> you know what else is chef's kiss? Ooh. It's next piece of news because mm. James Cameron reveals the Avatar way of water is the, quote, worst business case, unquote, <laughs> and has, quote, I'm going to quote again, mm. uh, to be the third or fourth highest grossing film in history in order to make a profit. How that, you- that's, that's a chef's kiss right there. <sighs> How do you find yourself in this situation? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, how are you getting in the movie? Like, the movie's Again. getting made, and you go, oh, shit, wait. It doesn't look groundbreaking. Like, it's not like they, like, like how how much does I mean, it cost to do these it, effects? It looks they improved. improved. Gross, like, what, like, $2 billion or something yeah. like that? You think James Cameron how? was just like, okay, CGI the water. And then it didn't look good. And he's like, CGI the water again. Do it again. And do then it, again. He, it didn't worry. He had to do it, like, 20 times. Is and that then, what's been happening the past 15 years? I wonder. I think it's all been... Uh, all on the water, uh, the water spout effects. And yeah. then Disney's like, you could use what we did for Moana. And he goes, fuck no, I'm starting from scratch. <laughs> and he throws everything on the board. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of bored, I'm bored of all these so-so horror movies. Mm-hmm. Once he's going to get some good ones like Annabelle and those other James Wan horror films. Well, you're in luck, people who are asking for that, mainly me. James Wan is merging his production company with Blumhouse to create a horror movie empire. Yo. That's awesome. But I mean, A24 is already a thing. So (laughs) like, why? I mean, that's cool. But I feel like this is a weird thing where they're going to niche this specific type of movie. It's the MCU effect. I was going to say, we're just going to get a cinematic universe with horror villains. It's the MCU effect. I don't think this is like... Franchises make money. I think this is more so like a company making the same type of thing. Sure. More so than them going like Annabelle but like and Casper. Marvel Studios, DC Studios, A24. They're like, we need to make our own company brand. Because like people go see movies now because they're attached to brands. Yes. I don't even think it's like necessarily people anymore, like actors. Like I think people see movies because of brands, you know? Yeah. We won't go down that rabbit hole, though. But you know what rabbit hole we will go down, Camden? Okay. Oh, you mean the Fast X budget? Yes. Yeah, oh, the was... one that has reportedly hit $340 million, which is 70% more than F9 $200 million budget? Yes, that, that rabbit that hole. <laughs> oh, that's a rabbit hole we could go down, I guess. Well, that's so much money. <laughs> you know what this tells me? <laughs> what, buddy? They're going to go to space twice now. They have the budget oh. for it. We're going to start seeing a lot more like actual actors in space. We're seeing it with who? Like Tom Cruise? Right? Tom Cruise is going to do the four, going to first space. movie in space. Well, I think we're going to see that a lot more in the coming decades. That's well, get scary. in line, Tom. Vin might beat you. I want to go to space. Be an actor then. Okay. <laughs> Be Tom Cruise, literally. <laughs> That's the only person that makes sense. Tom Cruise looks like ageless, you know what I mean? You know who else He's timeless. looks ageless? Not really, but uh, Indiana Jones 5 to de-age Harrison Ford for the opening minutes of the film. Wait, what? what? 
You could have connected it. <laughs> yeah, you it was right there. It. it was right there. You said not really. Look, you I'd be lying if I said Harrison Ford look, looked ageless. He's he looks old. Yeah, but they're he, not going to make him look old for the first five minutes of this film. Okay, mm. okay. We saw it in Ant Man and the in the Wasp and all that. Like they can make it look really believable. How good do you think this is going to look? It has to look really good, I think, because Harrison Ford is it. Yeah, and he like would be like, no, I'm I'm not Indiana Jones anymore. I'm and he tired. said. He said it looks good too in an yeah. interview. So he wouldn't lie to the audiences to get them to what spend millions. What if he's just so old and senile at this point that he's like, "Yeah, that looks <laughs> good." How and dare he croaks you? and dies. Hey, that's hey, our kid, red that's Hulk. That's on Solo. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's, that's our new me. Red Hulk, buddy. You better Can't watch. I know it. That's... him die too. I know. I'm just saying, like yeah. it's harsh, but it's true. Yeah. No, I'd rather no one died ever. But All right. Then but real talk, know. if he dies, do they recast again? Have they filmed something with him? Like like in this hypothetical. Yeah. Is he in the Thunderbolts movie? He filmed half of it. <laughs> what? Actually? They, he filmed No, hypothetically, he filmed oh, half the I movie see. and okay. he dies. Do they recast? Do they rewrite the movie? They, do, they, do they like write off the character? Like, what do you do in that situation? Oh, and the guy we were setting up for before, he died in the background. Oh, by oh the, the, way. <laughs> the bad guy of this movie? He's uh he's dead. No, no, no. When they when they finally make a Hulk movie in the first like two minutes, you show Hulk beating the shit out of someone <laughs> that you have no idea who it is. And we find out it's Red Hulk and he's yeah. dead. It was just okay. a dead body, and they go, sorry I can, guys, I, I had to brutally that. murder Red Hulk. And they go, No worries, Mark Ruffalo. Speaking of worries, Disney's Strange World is set to lose $100 million at the box office, only making $11.9 million of its expected $30 to $40 million opening weekend. And we have a little uh, theory so mm. far about what's going on. Apparently, there are a couple of the main uh, protagonists of this film. Uh, they're gay characters. And so apparently, this is just, this is just speculation. But there, there's a kind of way that we didn't notice that this movie was really coming out until like, Mid October, mm-hmm. I okay. I think the the thing about this movie is I remember the first ads they put out when yeah. it was just like a shot of the world. Look at this visual thing, and you're like, "Whoa, this could be a really interesting movie." And then they put out, I think, like one trailer, and then they were like, well, "We don't need to advertise it." And now here we are. With so the do flop you, of a movie. Do you think this is purposeful lack of marketing, or do you think this is just poorly planned marketing? Well, and that's the thing, because reportedly this has, for the first time in Disney's history, an openly gay main character. And some people are speculating that because a lot of audiences, i.e. Chinese audiences in particular, are quite homophobic when it comes to movie releases and things like that. There's a theory that Disney may have not put a lot of money into the advertising for this movie. So that way they could point to it in the future when they are like asked to include representation in their movies, they could be like, well, when we do that, our movies do bad. What about Black Panther? No. Mm-mm. What about Shang-Chi? No. What about Black no. Panther 2? Stop listing those things. <laughs> I told you, it doesn't work under this specific situation. What about Lightyear? We just had one character kiss another character of the same sex and it was like two seconds. No. Remember well, that one movie theater in Tennessee where they said, we'll fast forward it if we can? But that's honestly, like these movies have been getting review bomb like lightyear got review bomb for mm-hmm. that it's kind of and it was such a, like a minor focus of lightyear too it yeah. was like was that like movie was completely like fine in a completely different unrelated way yeah it wasn't bad because of that it was bad because 
why is why is the meat on the outside of a sandwich? That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make like sense. you look I at it and they go like, oh, why? You're like, oh, now my of all the things to like change meat. like over time. The, the sandwich. Why would you say the sandwich? That's like the one sandwich thing that makes is timeless. Sense. We've been doing that. We've been doing that. We we are a little heated about uh, light years still. We're a little heated. You know you know who else is a little heated, in the good way. What? Antonio yeah. Banderas says that Tom it. Holland is his top pick for the role of Zorro if there was a Zorro reboot. This is, can Tom Holland not be the Chris Pratt of Hollywood? <laughs> uh, this role seems perfect Wait, for, for if a Tom fun, Holland's energetic. The Chris Pratt of Hollywood. What is Who's Chris, Chris Pratt? Pratt? Chris Pratt's the, the Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt of the universe. Oh, oh. this is Chris Pratt. Actually, it's Chris Pratt. I see. Understood. That's weird. But sure, whatever. I mean, they're doing legacy films all the time. Might as well do one that a lot of people actually like rather than like another Fast and the Furious movie. Um, people like those. That's why they're putting me. $40 it's million. Me. Dollars. It's me. Like I'm really the problem. I like Vin Diesel driving cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how to lead into this one. Go ahead, man. From that one. Do you have any ideas? Speaking of. of Not at all. Speaking of Vin Diesel, he's yes. not in this movie. Yes. Uh, Amazon Prime series. Video confirms title of the Spider-Man spinoff series to be Silk Spider Society. There's a colon in between. It's like Silk colon Spider Society. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Spider-Man colon into the Spider-Verse. And we'll have Phil Lord and Chris Miller <laughs> executive producing the series along with more Spider-Man. What, are the, what is the more Spider-Man? I don't know. That's so exciting. I uh, love when the news bits are ominous because then I'm, I, it could be anything I want to More Spider-Man. No, 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 don't say it. More Spider-Man. Jackson, what do you think it means? Like different types of Spider-Man? Produce the series along with more Spider-Man. Uh, right. Pornos is my guess is what I was going to oh. say. That's, it's a, it's an a untapped stretch. market. Untapped that's, market. That's a uh, It's just, uh, just more Spider-Man series. So confused there i typed that in there for the you the rights there why does amazon prime video have the rights to make a spider-man series well technically they don't sony does sony doesn't have a streaming service but they can do things on other streaming services which is why we've had other spider-man shows and things like that spread out like you could watch venom on amazon and you could watch the spider-man tom tom mcguire movies on netflix and they're all kind of they've all slowly been removed because they're all funneling back into disney plus to me though like why would why would Sony not just partner with Disney? Be, well, we're seeing it, funny enough, uh, to tie back into the thing we're talking about this week, Andor. We're seeing it with Andor this uh, this time where uh, Andor is being shown on Disney+, Plus, and it's also slowly being released on Hulu mm-hmm. for like... They're at least like the first two episodes or yeah, something. Yeah, different things like that. So I can definitely see them doing something similar to this where it's like on multiple platforms, but it's just being a Amazon Prime thing. But... Uh, if you forgot at home, listeners, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are the Into the Spider-Verse peeps. They made mm-hmm. the first one. So not uh, no word is to say if this is going to be an animated series following to like akin in Invincible where I Amazon has been be. knocking it out of the park with their animated uh, stuff. Or it could just be like a live action thing and they're connecting it all together. Because I, as we've talked about in previous episodes, we're probably going to see another movie Spider-Man or cartoon series Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse, at least for a passing moment. But if they show up, that means that they're all canon within this connected universe that they built. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that we don't get introduced to Silk in the new Into the Spider-Verse movie and then new series right there. Yeah, I feel like that's the most likely option that's going to happen. It might be like maybe they form the Spider-Society after the events of mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse, you know, and that yeah. like ties in that way. I don't really know. Could be cool, though. Could be cool. You know who's cool? 
Blade. Uh-huh. Blade's a dope fucking character. Yeah. He's, he's cool. a daywalker who slices vampires with his sword. I don't know why he's not called Sword, but uh, besides the point, Blade has been in a bit of a kerfuffle when it comes to his production in the MCU. We know he's showing up, but now he's been delayed. He's been replaced with the armor. He's been deblayed. Come on. He's been deblayed. And over this so many times. He's been deblayed. No, this was literally the joke we made when we talked about the the delaying of Blade. We said deblayed. Deblaying. So So please respect that. It's been deblayed. Uh, and then we also know that within that time slot, oh, maybe Don Cheadle's new Armor Wars movie that was a TV show move to movie that's going to take the place of it but now we have some good news because marvel's blade hires lovecraft country director jan demange as the film shifts to a darker take in the mcu so they got a director they pretty much rewrote everything and they're like all right round two you got mahershala ali you got Mm -hmm. the black for whatever reason from the eternals who's probably going to show up you got maybe a moon knight you got a lot of characters that you could pick and choose from not Spider-Man, though. Not Spider-Man. You can't, <laughs> you can't, can't pick can't Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but that's exciting, and it's good to see that uh, Blade is moving forward. Hopefully, we'll get some new development from that soon. Like a picture? I just want to see how he looks, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't imagine... Blade's like one of those characters that it's hard for me to imagine them like designing something that looks bad. As long as they don't like overdo it, it'd yeah, be good. Because it's like a character like Blade, you go, okay, we give him a sleeveless like bulletproof vest, we give him a trench coat, we give him a sword, we give him cool glasses. If we check those boxes, it's fine. But then I could see them going like, here's his vampire slaying armor. You go, what'd mm-hmm. you give him armor? Yeah. He's Blade. Just do MCU it up. Yeah, but we'll see. Speaking of cinematic universes, DC Studios is to reveal their new DCU plans in the next two months, promises James Gunn and Peter Safran. What about now? <laughs> they could just do it now. Why is it taking them so long? I'm We've all sure been they haven't thought of it. Sure no, they they're are, giving yeah. themselves a deadline so that they they hold them. They crunch they're at like, the last. We don't have oh anything God, yet. About it like a day well, we could <laughs> probably come up with something in two months. So two months it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet it was right. in passing. Like they caught James Cameron yeah, on the street like eating his scone. So. <laughs> Wait, what are we getting news? Uh, two months or something. <laughs> it's confirmed two months. In the next two months, we will have confirmed plans for the whole roadmap. We know they're going to throw a curveball or two. We're going to get like a Thunderbolts or something like that in their timeline. We're going to get a Batman. We're going to get a Superman. We're going to get a Wonder Woman. We're going to get a Flash. We're going to get a whatever for all of that. What are uh, Each of us pitch our weird oddball. Don't pick something that we know is already being made or coming out, like Blue Beetle. We know that's coming out. Mm-hmm. What's what's the project that they're going to announce? They're going to go. That's Green Lantern. Working. That's just like a good project. No, that's like a good pick. I want them to make that. Yeah, but that's not even I like saw, a wacky. He, he's one. been James Gunn's been responding to a ton of people on Twitter, just yeah. like random people. It's really fun to read. He said one that was like, someone like tweeted out that was like, I have I have it on good intel that it is not in DC's plans to make any Green Lantern projects. And he responded to that, and he was like, You have pretty bad intel then. So, yeah, nice. Uh, I want to see. I want to see a uh, a Robin, a Ooh. Robin in the DCU. You look like Robin. You could play Robin. I'm gonna play Robin. Can you say Robin. Robin. I'm gonna play. Um, That's the Hamburglar. Yeah. Okay. Robin. Robin. I'm gonna play uh, Jason Todd. The angry one that died. Yep. Are you a method actor? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Here's a crowbar. No, um, I think if they throw us a, a curveball at all, I would love for them. James Gunn, he's a classic. He's a he's a let's put together a random team that's not super popular from the comics. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get the metal men. Now hear me out. 
who are the metal men mm-hmm. is a bunch of characters that are named after different types of metals. Ooh. And uh, they one has like the flexibility of a type of metal. One of them can harden themselves like most metals. Uh, there's also a female. That on sounds the team, really lame. But um, it's still called the metal men <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. But like the Fantastic Four figured out they had a clean name. Doesn't include any genders. Metal men. And there's a g- girl in the lineup. You go. How'd you, how'd the, yeah. X-Men. They were just like, sorry, uh, metal men and one woman doesn't really roll off the metal tongue people. that well. Metal, metal, uh, the Metallicats, the Metallicoids, the, metal- mm, the Metalloids. I think, okay, I like that's that probably that. Yeah. Shut up, Jackson. Sorry, that's a good one. Uh, those are our Gosh. picks. James Gunn, make sure all of them happen, please, and thank you. Please, kisses. You know what Kiss I'm thankful for? What do you thankful you, for? What do you thank you by for? The, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was last week. We gave so. our Thanksgiving oh. episode for Black Panther. Shit. Yeah, but it happened, so I'm saying happy Thanksgiving, like, retroactively. Yeah. Oh, happy retroactive uh, Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Merry turkey. You know what I'm thankful for? Warner Brothers having Henry Cavill back as Superman. Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Johnson says that wasn't the case. They didn't want him back. Yeah. Warner Brothers, that is. Yeah. I'm glad that... Is this uh, news? I feel like we knew this. I'm glad that all of the um, uh, the previous people in charge of the DCU have been uh, replaced with James Gunn and Peter Safran. Yeah. Uh, because... Why would you not do that? Like what? Like Henry Cavill wasn't like I hate the DC films. He's not. He wasn't like. Uh, he wasn't like one of those actors who's like God. I can't wait to get out of this. He wasn't like Daniel Craig with the James Bond movies where he's like, man, I'm like stuck in this. It was. Mm-hmm. It was much more like he's like. I mean, uh, if there's further plans, I'd love to stay with the character. And DC's like, if only we had an actor who liked Superman. And he's like, I really like playing Superman. Yeah, we just need a. Let's get a new Someone Batman actor. Someone who's just really good at it. I don't know. Yeah. Some guy who's really good at Warhammer and building PCs. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. A guy played Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Let's get Robert Downey Jr. to play. Oh, we we picked two different Sherlocks. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. Do you think Um, he's going to take a position in running the DCU? Yes, he needs to. Probably. Immediately. James Gunn, do it. I think probably, (laughs) but not like a huge role. Yeah. Like, I think the most he'll do is, like, he'll direct a few movies, you know? You think he'll direct? Mm-hmm. I hope he directs Black Adam, too. He probably will. Honestly? I'm not against that. Um, I have a extra news bit that happened very recently. Is it the Twitter thing involving X-Men? No. Oh. It's about um, new like movie companies. Yeah? Uh, Legendary Entertainment formalizes deal with Sony after cutting ties with Warner Brothers. This oh. is a multi-year worldwide film distribution partnership with Sony Pictures. They cut their ties with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is going downhill, fellas. Oh, man. I was going to try to work for them. Not anymore. Warner Brothers? <laughs> no, I mean... My sister's fiance works for Warner Brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, no. They're on a hiring freeze right now. Well, I mean, Well, they obviously. should hire more people. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they need more people to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. That's a curveball. Yeah. Hopefully Sony but, doesn't take this as like a, yeah, now we can buy back Spider-Man because they're not going to. What if this Dis- just means they're not going to be acquired by Disney. Though, what if Disney bought Spider-Man? Spider-Man? They like, will not how give much, up Spider-Man. Like, no, but like how much money do you think they Three take? trillion dollars. I feel like that's worth it for Spider-Man. Actually? Three trillion? trillion? They don't have three no. trillion dollars. Yeah, what? Yeah, no, no one has that much. Isn't Apple the only like trillion dollar company? I think so, yeah. That's worth Still, it for Spider-Man though. It's been a, it's been a while. Man, imagine if Apple and Disney merged. Is that even a monopoly or is that just kind of like, you guys are assholes. That's you know? Big Brother. It's not a monopoly because it's like they do different things. Yeah. But it's a weird kind of combo. Yeah. Speaking of weird combos, we have uh, Pixar's upcoming uh, new uh, film. You know, uh, Wa- Zootopia? Fire Girl. 
Well, here's it with the elements. Elementals follows a water guy named Wade and a fire girl named Ember, right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. I, I did that not. That was really good. Yeah. Wade, like wave, like water. Mm-hmm. And or Ember, Wade, like, like fire. Like the embers of a fire. It was or really like creative. Wade, Can like wading through water. Right now. No. Oh. Uh, this looks fun. Uh, no, we're not the same element. It was one oh. of those teasers. Uh, fine can we do something else i i like how he <laughs> physically hurt her and was like oh i'm way <laughs> sorry and she's like my fucking head <laughs> my fingers they're falling off i'm so hi i'm way <laughs> so sorry for anyone who, who had to listen to that before we jump into our andor um retroactive looky loo for everything Let's first jump into our new segment that was uh, requested by none other than Camden. Uh, we have our next edition of Fight Pathetical. Uh, first up, we have Tom Holland. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Fight Pathetical is, Fight Pathetical is when we take two <laughs> elements from our news that we went through and trailers, uh, and then we pair up two uh, two fighters, and we see yeah. who would win. Uh, this week, we have Tom Holland's Zorro versus Margot Robbie's Pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. Who do we got? Mm, Margot Robbie pirate. Okay. I feel like pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean have, have superpowers. That's what I was, I was thinking say, also. Who has access to guns in this situation? Zoro is like a skilled Zorro swordsman. Zoro is a swordsman. He's a fox. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah, he's good. Well, you could cut the bullet down the middle with a sword. No, but he, the thing the is, he has to draw. Yes, <laughs> it's your eyes. He has to draw Z on anything he destroys. Mm-hmm. So he draws Z on the bullet, and he'd be like, Wait a minute. I just made it into a shotgun bullet <laughs> and hit too many times. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so here we go. For a second fight pathetical, we have uh, Margot Robbie as mm-hmm. the winner. Good job, yeah. Margot. Great, uh, great work. Good I use think of we guns need to start in this one. Keeping track of our winners. And then maybe for a special episode, we do like a tournament style with a all tournament? the winners. Okay. And then we determine an I'll, ultimate winner from all of our I'll episodes. I'll highlight. <laughs> that's, no, that's actually really but that's good. Like, that's good. Like, that's oh a good my like, God. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. We'll mm-hmm. do this in February for a Super Bowl one where we cover the uh, Super Bowl trailers and everything that yeah. comes out that week. We'll also make it a Thunderdome fight okay. pathetical. Uh, <laughs> if we have great, enough by then. Great. By then. Are you kidding me? We have James Gunn and Margot Robbie. We're going to forget so why we, no, we chose like these people. Eight people to do this. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. That is fair. Uh, Margot Robbie Pirate. There we go. Noted. <laughs> We're no. going to read Margot Robbie Pirate and be like, from what? What the fuck are we talking <laughs> about? Pirate from what? Now, with this, I believe it's time for us to go to the past, Jackson. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 the events of Andor. Andor, this week we're, we're here to talk about Andor. This week we're back to talk about Andor, uh, which follows Cassian Andor, one of the main characters of the 2016 Star Wars film Rogue One, where a bunch of ragtag rebels stole the plants of the Death Star. But what if five years before that, huh? <laughs> That's what Andor a- answers. And yeah. I think there's only one person in this group who can give a solid plot summary about this. Jackson, oh, would great. you like to introduce? I'd love to. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, Cassian honestly, Andor is a wanted man. <laughs> That's literally how this, uh, this series starts. And so on his home planet, He's being hunted. Ferrix. He needs money. Ferrix is the home planet. I forgot that. Thank you. Uh, he needs money to get off planet. A guy kind of shady is like, I know who you are, Cassian Andor. Do you want to work for me? And uh, he does. He goes, goes and does a, a job for the rebels. 
uh, gets locked in jail, and it all ends up back on Ferrix with a with a frightening conclusion. Was it? Like a horror movie. No, good job, Jackson. Yeah. Frighteningly okay conclusion. Uh, to kind of break down the structure of Andor, it is the first 12-episode uh, Star Wars series. Realistically, mm-hmm. could have been nine. Not saying that yeah. it was bad, but you, there, like, there's a solid I like... I disagree. There's like four chunks of four separate stories within the 12 episodes. So it's like three episode chunks. Here's one story. Here's the next. Here's the next. And when you look at it collectively, you're like, yeah flowy 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 you know what i mean like it there's not a point where like why are we here why are we on this uh gambling planet when kylo ren's trying to kill ray the last jedi has a lot of flaws in it but i feel like if you lay it all out i feel like there might be something i don't think even it could be like three episodes but i feel like maybe the combined total of an episode or two but Mm. then you're just stuck with 11 and that's like a weird thing so 12 is like the like the sacrifice like yeah this is what we get kind of thing I don't think it drags in any areas or things like that. But before we get into what works and what doesn't work, our world-famous segment, first we've got to talk about these gosh dang characters. And this first character we have is a brand new one to the Star Wars mythos. We have Cassian Andor. He's not new. You Mm -hmm. lied. So Cassian Andor, what do we think about this this rogue type? Hmm. I think let's first say how we felt about him before the show, just based on Rogue One. And then maybe, do you think that the show made his character better, worse, same level? When I first saw Andor in the uh, Rogue One, also, great idea, by the way. Thanks, man. Kevin, I want to give you props to that. I'm glad that I wrote for you to say that in the script mm-hmm. where we have everything planned out beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought Cassian Andor was this rogue type where it's just kind of like, he's just like, I, I'm, for the, I'm for the rebellion and things like that. Mm. And then when we see him in this show, he's like, I'm not for the rebellion. And I went, oh, somewhere along the line, <laughs> this fucker is going to be all for the rebellion. Episode 12. Episode 12 <laughs> is, is where we get him. But uh, um, what about you, Jackson? I never watched Rogue One. Really? So you were lost. <laughs> well, he's no, because this happened Rogue before <laughs> he eventually watches it. Like, he's going to go, oh, my God, there's so much backstory to this. <laughs> I personally did not feel like Andor was a very compelling character. I feel like this series was made by all the supporting characters, but Cassian Andor himself, like like in the scene where they, or like when he meets up with all the rebels, they're like, you're getting paid to do this? And I was like, yeah, what the hell? He's not doing it because he wants to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this really a character that you want to make like the hero of your show? I mean, I guess like they... they. But we also have like characters in Star Wars before. Like Han Solo is very much a type where he's like, I'm getting paid like to he help He came the back at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So people didn't he, think he, he hasn't gotten, in my eyes, Cassian Andor has not gotten his redemption. And I'm sure his redemption is actually just in Rogue One. But since I haven't seen that, this guy's just an asshole to me. I, I, I totally see what see what you mean by that. And I mm-hmm. feel like this isn't like a bad thing, but uh, let me know what you guys think about this. This series was gave me a lot of Dune vibes where they're doing awesome shit, but mm. then some characters or like plot lines that they introduce, they kind of just introduce it because yeah. we know that it's confirmed for two seasons. Right. And you just kind of like, yeah. like there's some kind of, go ahead. There's some characters in the final episode where they're like loading up on a ship and Ando's like, Hey guys, I'll see you soon. I'm right. like, I don't know half of these fucking characters. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know that they're going to be defleshed out more, but what, why are we loading up all the season two characters on the ship to get their development later? That's what I want to talk about and like what works and what doesn't. Yeah. But it also like ties directly into his character mm-hmm. is like, 
Tony Gilroy, who like made the show, yeah, who also made Rogue One, mm-hmm. said like in an interview, was basically like, I know that my end goal with this show is to be on Yavin Four right before Rogue One, right, mm-hmm. like right before he gets sent off on his missions. But like, so like obviously there's going to be like a lot of setup, and there's a lot of people saying like, oh, your first episode needs to be your seventh episode or whatever. And he's like, I, d- I didn't want to do that at all with this series. I wanted it to like actually have like, you watch it every week. And then you think about it and then the next one adds on to it and it's like an, a proper TV series. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I feel like it was it was definitely different than a lot of the things we've seen. So, yes, far. but not, I don't think in a bad way. No, not at all. I, I, I think it begs the question, does regular TV work for a franchise like Star Wars? Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that more when we get into our world famous right. segment. What works, what does it back to the character casting and or just the series kind of a rogue. We definitely see some elements of like the I think what it's missing is that Andor is not the charismatic charmer of Han Solo. He's mm-hmm. like a gritty, like, like fight and scrap dog where if he's like left alone with someone, he can't charm his way out. He's just going to like pick up a rock and like break the guy's skull open. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, you see that in the start of Rogue One though. Yeah. Too. Remember in like the beginning, like he's like, Hey, you help me run away from the empire. And the guy's like I, my leg. And he's like, that sucks. And, and just, just kills shoots the him in the head. So, like, he's, like, hardened by the time it comes to Rogue One. Yeah. And we definitely see there's some elements within just this series alone. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, that's probably not going to make him a great guy. Yeah. I think, like, this series is about him becoming um, a hardened guy for the right reasons. Yeah. In the beginning of the series, he's just kind of a jerk. For know? no reason. <laughs> he, like, he's just, like, a dude. Uh, was he looking for his sister in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. That that gets thrown away almost entirely. Yeah, I saw that. Or I, I was going to mention that. And I didn't even notice that till I'm like thinking about it just now because yeah. I watched it every week. So for mm-hmm. me, that was so long ago. Right. But like to you, you just thought well, about that. Because they say specifically, they're saying, Cassian, stop looking for your sister. And then he does. <laughs> yeah, You would think that'd be like, uh, don't stop looking for your sister. She's out there somewhere. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. It, do you think she's going to be part of season two? I feel like it's going to be something that happens like in the middle of it. But mm-hmm. instead of it being like a Luke Skywalker reveal, you're like, oh, yeah, he was looking for a sister. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. oh, I forgot that was a plot line. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get further into this, Jackson, I just got to say, I think there's so many side characters. Not in a bad way. There's so many. There's so many side characters. There are almost full episodes where Andor has a conversation with someone. And mm-hmm. that's the development we get for his character, which is fine because you're juggling a lot of plates. But again, back to the thing I said before we even started watching the series. Does it need to be called Andor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel even if it was called like Andor, Rise of the Resistance or something like, or like Uh Rebel, like the Spark of Rebellion or something like that. And you go, okay, it's going to be mainly focused on the building of the Rebellion. I agree. Which is what the show is called. Because you get like, Andor's the main character, but this is the point of the series. With it just called Andor, you're kind of like, yeah, but is it? They mm-hmm. they put a lot of emphasis and and I mean we're gonna talk about this in the next two characters uh, I guess two of the characters coming mm-hmm. up there's a lot of politics uh, Star mm-hmm. Wars politics if you will politics politics and I and um, and it's almost like yeah this is really just all about them like finding funding for the rebellion Andor is kind of just like a pawn mm-hmm. in their game mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, uh, and he's not even like like the, when when Luthen um, recruits him, he's like he, he's a he he's a killer. You guys need him. Like he wasn't even like that useful. There's more vicious people on. Yeah, the team. I was like, there, you yeah. guys literally have like everyone you need. Like he's kind of just he doesn't seem like he's trained in combat. 
there could have been a different emphasis of like he can fly anything, yeah. which is like a, a right. solid which Star I Wars. Yeah. They just emphasize that they're like, we need another person. Yeah. And Luthen was like, I know this guy can do most things really well. Yeah. And they really just desperately needed a body. Right? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that kind of the whole yeah, thing? Was yeah, like yeah. They needed a and then, then we just got our main character. So like, I don't, I don't think I have a complaint in that. Yeah, yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. But uh, our next character we have is Luthen Rayo. Rayo which I, I think he's such a fucking cool character. I this guy. hated how he said, he said Cassian Ander. Ander. Yeah, Andor. so you hate, so you so hate annoying. the actor's <laughs> yeah. accent. Well, yeah, it's just like like come on, Andor is not that hard to say. It's like Cassian Andor, Cassian Andor. But yeah. um, I think Luthen is awesome because he is. We know the most extreme of the Empire because we mm -hmm. see. Okay, another. There's a second. There's a fourth plot line in this story, which is good. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying there's a lot to keep track of in this show, mm -hmm. following these Empire people, and you see some who are Imperial just selfish. Security yes. Bureau. So, so you see that there's a lot of empire people who are extreme, selfish. They're like, oh, well, these kind of aliens are going this thing. Like mm -hmm. they use like politics and race to yeah. kind of frame things so that way they can get what they want. Mm -hmm. That's the extreme of the empire. Luthen is the extreme side of the rebellion. He will kill whoever. He will take whatever he needs. And he will do what is needed in order for the rebellion to start. But he's like Saw Gerrera, that fun mm -hmm. little guy. He makes a few appearances in this season. Mm -hmm. So get excited. Get your saw on if you're excited for that. But Sagarero is like this guerrilla warfare dude. And Luthen's just like, we could blow up a planet if needed mm. for the rebellion. Yeah. And then Saw's like, it's like, I have the money. Why are you doing that, though? Do we it don't right need, now. We don't need that. I think it's cool they introduced a just brand new character. Yeah. Instead of just being like, well, someone you already have seen before fills it's, this role. It's you Ahsoka. Know? <laughs> right. She went crazy. <laughs> But uh, right. I think he's I think he's an interesting foil for the rebellion because mm -hmm. you see him butt heads with Mon Mothma a lot of like yeah. what the rebellion needs to stand for. And there's even one part without getting into too specific where he willingly is like fine with like we can let these people die because mm -hmm. then the empire isn't any wiser about what we know. Right. And right. then you're like, oh my god, that's She's like brutal. That's not good. I loved his scenes with Mon Mothma in his shop. I yes. loved the secrecy that they had to have, especially because like you learn like the driver is like also someone who's like listening. Like you kind of learn everyone's listening to everything. Like the yes. whole show is like, how do you start a rebellion without them knowing about it? Pretty much. Yeah. But I, I found their their like shop scenes to be particularly shot and like written very well. Particularly shop very well. All right, man. You can't do it with everything because then you change the meanings of the sentences. And also there's cool Easter eggs in Luthen's right. shop. Why, yes. why not, uh, while we're talking about Luthen, also talk about Mon Mothma? I know you had it two characters down. I agree. I, think, I it's think it's a good, these it's were, a good transition. These were the it's two, a good transition. Uh, these were the two very I went um, through the list political of, characters. I looked up and or characters mm -hmm. and I just started writing down the ones that were important and Mon Mothma was the fourth important person yeah. I saw. So. I, so I have a question. Yeah. Mon Mothma, I've heard that name before. Yes. Was she in like Mandalorian or some Mon Mothma was in the originals Mon Mothma was in the prequels she's in Rebels she's so very she's similar she's in, in a lot yeah. of things and she's, and she's just known to be she's like a senator the who, senator who, who supports the rebellion, the rebellion it's like uh, when uh, Bail Organa Leia's dad shows up because you see him show up in like the prequels and then you see him show him up in Obi-Wan and he also appears in Rogue One he's another one of those figures where it's like yeah the rebellion is needed and things like that Mon Mothma is much more of a, not like a figurehead but more so like a She's she's one of the main like forces pushing for the rebellion to happen. Mm. But the way that she's handling it is she's trying to like get random gaps in her budgets covered so that yeah. way she can help. I I bought this ship for the rebellion, but I need to cover it with like, oh, this is a donation to this people. But in order to do that, she needs to open up her network to mm -hmm. more people who are open to like lying about the mm -hmm. payments 
so the rebellion can build. Yeah. She was very interesting. Her daughter sucks so fucking I much know. What for no one. reason. Her husband there, also there sucks. Her husband sucks like, for a great reason. Okay, yeah, that's she had clearly no like a freaking comment on like how children can be groomed into any belief, yeah, any ideology. You know, like that child could easily be a Mon Mothma clone, but she ended up being like her dad's clone. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I think that's a statement on that. I really liked Mon Mothma and Luthen's parallels, but like they were very opposite at the start of the series, and they kind of had to like take each other's viewpoints by the end. You know, like they both Mon had Mothma to compromise very, in like, different ways. I cannot let anyone know that I'm doing this. I cannot. I have to be like perfect, pristine. And by the end, she does things that like she like really didn't want to do at the beginning of the series. Yeah. Whereas Luthen is like very hardcore. Let's just kill anyone that knows anything. But by the end of the series, he comes to realize like people are important as well to the rebellion, not just the cause. You can't have a rebellion if you don't have people to rebel with you. Exactly. Right? Which is really cool. And then you get those fun characters. Finally, uh, before we jump into kind of uh, umbrella groups, we have uh, Marva Andor, uh, Cassian's mother. Who was a uh, rebellion sort of like? Didn't expect scout. to see Andor's mom in this show going into it. Didn't expect to see her this much and right. have her have such a prevalent role. Like after the first few episodes, you're like, yeah, yeah this is a backstory well, stuff. You know, I, I it makes sense to me because Andor doesn't have like a tragic backstory. His tragic backstory is his being pulled away from his planet, but he doesn't. He didn't see it happen. He got them. He killed, just got to hurt. He? Like, I don't indirectly. Think so. I don't think so. I don't think we know. He went forward to take something. It was like that whole planet was doomed anyway. Yeah, he just sounded, accidentally, like right, instead of it being like, Superman's but parents. But he pretty much believes, like, like for the most part, he's like, well, he has a lot of survivor skill with it. Yeah, which is like, which is a different kind of thing mm -hmm. to like, unlike Superman being like, I'm the last of my planet. He's like, I'm the last of my planet. Yeah, yeah but like him being pulled from his planet by Marva, who was like, we can't leave him here. He's going to die. Yeah. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. even like malicious in any way. Yeah. She was important to him because she taught him. She and her partner, I forget his name. Um taught him everything he knew there were so many sorry there were clem. so many characters clem. clem oh yeah he took his dad's name yeah when he was undercover which That's is kind of kind of confusing because sometimes i heard it and it's like is his name kurt now what's going on <laughs> and it just like kept switching and i was like although clem yeah it fits cassian like looking at the guy he's I would a clem guy clem before cassian yeah I, I was actually wondering the scene where he's like clem i was like damn he got that quick <laughs> man he's great <laughs> and at then i was like oh wait that's his dad's name yeah. he just had it like off the top that makes um, sense but marva andor is a very cool character she's a figurehead for ferrix she is one of those people who sparks the rebellion there's a lot of different instances going on across the galaxy around this time yeah she's definitely one of them on ferrix you know um you kind of get to know her beliefs throughout the show but like she's just like a cool don't want to see more of her but she was like she's a very cool done. yeah like her her arc was complete and her purpose was given we don't need a Tales of the Jedi spinoff. And it was done very well. So let's just kind of forget her. Cassian in the next Andor's season. mom. You know what I mean? Like she can show up in a oh flashback. Oh my God. I have so many things to say. Hang on. But uh, yeah, get ready for that. Now we get to some of the umbrella terms. Yeah. There's so many fucking characters in Andor. Not mm -hmm. a bad thing. But some characters, I'm, I'll use this one character because he dies in the second episode as an example. Someone is introduced as like a boyfriend of an ex of Andor's in Andor's life. The boyfriend rats out on Andor and then realizes that ratting out is wrong. And instead of having any kind of like, oh, I'm going to change my ways, he gets shot on the stairs and falls down it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you're like, just put a no-name character in there. Why yeah. did we follow this character for 20 combined minutes of the total like 
60 minutes we had of the first two episodes. But regardless, yeah. we have Andor's Friends, which is made up of a bunch of rebellion. I'll just read their names. Let's Okay, let's group the uh, 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 Andali. The, is it? the Ferrix people it? together what, what and then the... all the re rebel people. Aldani, that's what it was. Their Aldani mission that they had to do. Oh, the Aldani mission. Right. All so the there rebel people peeps. like Vel, Nemec, Skeen, who else? Arvel. Like people like that. Let's like kind of talk what about that What the fuck? Group These first, names right? suck. Let's talk about that group, the Aldani group first. The rebel folks. Yes. That the little... rebel folks who also knew Luthen. There was so many different interconnections. Yeah. I hate Skeen. You hate Skeen? Yeah, I hate Skeen too. Fuck Skeen. Don't right here. Remember no spoilers. Oh, hey, fuck Skeen. Everyone who sees Andor, <laughs> fuck Skeen. Fuck Skeen for real, for real. For real, for real. All the homies hate Skeen. Uh, but um, overall, I think they were, like the rebels in particular were written pretty well. Um, yeah. I liked Vel's character. I liked Vel's. Um, who was she with? The other girl. It was oh, that. There's just one character. Sinta. Sinta. Sinta? Yeah. She's a cool they character in this so fucking cool. series. They made a gay joke. Did you guys catch the gay joke? That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Did what? you catch the gay I, joke? I I I because they were clearly the lovers. Right. But it was also I like the Disney lovers, where it was like, we can't show anything. You know. Oh. Like, we'll get banned in China. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is super that. big they there. Said, yeah. They were like cleaning out the apartment and right. she was like, did you clean out the closet? And she was like, it's empty. You know, like, ha right. they're out of the closet. I, I do remember that. Um, but I thought their characters were Wait, there's gay characters in Star Wars? No, got, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, they're great. The one kid who writes in his journal, forget his name. Nemec. Nemec. His manifesto. Fantastic. Great manifesto. Of the two manifestos I have read, <laughs> his is a lot more appealing. Gotta say. Yeah. Um, no, but that that guy is sort of like the voice of reason for Cassian moving mm. forward in the series um, from like the point where they meet. Yeah. He's literally, I mean, his whole character is like, yeah. the rebellion's good. And, and you go, yeah, kid. Yeah. And <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're right. <laughs> tussles his hair. Yeah. It seems like no one wanted the manifesto. And the kid's like, I'm writing a manifesto. Yeah. And then, in the, and then later in the season, everyone's like, I love this fucking manifesto. <laughs> Yeah. But other than that, those are our rebel peeps. Great job. Great job all around. Now we go There's back. also people on the planet the, like Bix. Yeah. Bix is an important character. Who's Bix? Bix is the, um, the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Ex well, yeah, that's that's Ferex. The Ferex people. Yeah. So there's Bix, his yeah. ex-girlfriend, the boyfriend, the who's big, dead. The big dude. There's the B, B droid, B2 droid. Okay, B, hey, sometimes. Bemo? B2 emo or something. Hey. B-Timo, characters. We don't need a robot in every series. If you could do it without lightsabers, we don't need a robot who has a stutter. You know what I mean? Like, is this clearly broken robot? What fix was its it. purpose? Fix First it. First of all, fix the robot. It's not like some, the robot can be fixed. And second mm -hmm. of all, this per, this robot had no purpose in the whole series. Yeah. Every time Cassian's like, I'm going to go rob this empire base. He's like, can mm -hmm. I come? <laughs> and he's like, well, you can't roll correctly. So you stay here. <laughs> and he's like, you always say that. And then he goes like, yeah. Bye. Always deliver. That was actually a very That's sad. That's a cute scene. line. It but, was like, oh, but, the droids are like pets in Star Wars. Yeah. But then that begs the question: Why don't they have pets in Star Wars? Yeah. Why is C three PO considered a pet? He's droids, a fully sentient. That's being. what I'm saying. They're like actually things. They think they have feelings, and, and they're they, like, oh, I, I don't know what you're pet. looking at me. I Jackson, you know why Star did you Wars write it like this? And You're they go such like, an ass. Well, he's like, oh my God, the Empire's no, coming. They go, shut up, C3PO. He's just trying to help. Here's my thoughts on why <laughs> they don't thoughts? have pets. Because every single beast that they put in Star Wars is like from hell. You know, they don't yeah. they don't really make cute animals unless the porks. Yeah. But you're right. Why, why is there no pork? empire where they import and export pork? That's a great huh? question. Huh? Import pork and export. Thank you. Uh, and that there's also uh, just All a, right. Just to highlight, the prison episodes are the best ones in the series. Uh, Kino, 
Played by Andy Serkis. Maybe let's talk about him a little Curveball. bit. Curveball. Kino. Uh, Andy Serkis, surprise cameo. Surprise Kino. Kino. Uh, he's already played like the bad guy, uh, Snoke, from the uh, sequel series. Mm-hmm. But he's playing a, fine, fine, just a guy. It. Just a guy in this There's one. A, a lot of humans. We'll get into it with what works, what doesn't work. His character is very cool. He's, he's, I would say, has more development in the, in the episodes that he's in than Andor does in this season. Yeah. Which is fine. Because not, sometimes not you need thing. some characters to push the plot forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get, speaking of characters push plot forward, we got bad guys. We got two bad guys. There's a third one, but I forgot his name and also is really not that important. He's the Tweedledee to this guy's Tweedledum. We have Deidre Miro and Cyril Karn. Cyril is the biggest soy boy ever. Oh my oh, yeah. God. I wish something bad would happen to oh, him just I, accidentally. I got so tired of watching the scenes with him and his mother. I was just mm. like, dude, stop. Yeah. He was not important. He literally, I, I just, I can't get into it because this was in the last episode, but he no has purpose. no impact on this story. <laughs> What's what, the only thing he was, yeah. w- was important in, in the first three episodes. And they're like, the empire literally fires him and they keep mm-hmm. putting emphasis on his character, even though he's out of the equation. I think yeah. he's I think, just creepy. I think it would have been cooler <laughs> if they did something where like, we have like a couple episodes without him mm-hmm. and then they show him, Again, like he's obsessed. Mm-hmm. But what we get is we get the constant visuals of him being obsessed. And we're like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, we know he hates Andor. Yeah, we got it. To the point yeah. where it's like, and then he shows up and you're like, what okay. are you going to yeah. do? Gonna, <laughs> what are you going to do? Shoot the robot? What are you going to do? Or something? Yeah. Can you know you, she pointed a gun at Andor. Scared. Andor was going to break his fucking nose and then leave him for dead. Yeah. I think he was a fun minor villain who provided like... Just like a, a like like he, a lot of setup. I yeah, think, for this him. this dude is major Dune vibes. This dude is major season two vibes. Major for sure. season two vibes. But I really think the main like villain mm-hmm. that was like done very well. Deidre. Was Deidre Mero. Oh, Deidre. Yes, Deidre. I think they say Deidre in the show. I don't know, man. All I'm these fucking names. I'm thinking of the, the British guy, the old British guy. Who's Deidre. Like, Deidre Mero. Hey, you know? uh, before we talk about uh, Deidre. All these names are fucking stupid, right? Yes, I was. His thinking name was about Major that. Partagaz. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Star Major Wars names. I, I genuinely think Some they them. put. They were like, "All right, choose five letters. We're gonna jumble them together, see what works." Because every name cool, was like though. five or four like letters. Some Star Wars names are like kind of sick. No, like, and then some are like, "What? Huh? Like, like Cassian Andor? You're like solid protagonist solid. name." Fuck yeah. Cyril Karn. You looked at cereal and you looked at corn and you went, let's switch it a little bit and then yeah. make it his name. Dedra Mira. I don't like Dedra Mira as a name. I, oh, I like no, no. her character. As a character? Great. It's like we get a lot of the, uh, like the uh, woman wants to succeed further into the workforce completely like overrun by dudes and they're all like, oh, you're a woman so you can't do that. And she's clearly better than all of them at the position. And you're like, you go girl. They then you remember she's the Nazi party. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, yeah, this show. Oh. This show emphasizes so hard that the Empire is the bad guys. Like it's almost like they thought people don't understand that, and they were like, "We guys, you know that they're bad, right? You know that they're the bad guys." See, that's the I point. Actually, I made that joke. I was watching this with friends on about episode ten. We all we all kept doing this thing where we were like, "Guys, I think the Empire's bad." <laughs> yeah, like they <laughs> really they would just do really evil things, and mm-hmm. you're like. Hmm. No, because like they're having this one like uh, break room scene where they're like, oh, this thing's coming up. And it's like we could stage it as a as a, as a hit and run robber and kill everyone and there. Go, oh, my God. And then they're like, yeah. excellent idea, Deidre. And then you go, wait, <laughs> they're the wait, that's like super bad. You're the policing force. 
Wait! <laughs> oh no, you're the bad guy. I we, didn't know after all nine movies. We'll torment you with the screams of children if you do anything wrong and don't give us information. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, that was, was, that was a plot point. get worse every piece of content they put out. It's like, so In crazy. A New Hope, it was like, it's a probe droid. It might stick a needle in you. And then it was like, this one we're going to enter your mindscape and we're going to put screaming torture sounds into your head until you are no longer a sane person. How about that? And, and then you'll up. tell us what you want. Okay, cool. Uh, let's jump into our world famous segment, What Works, What Doesn't Work. What mm -hmm. Works... Uh, characters, as many of them as there are, a lot of them are great. A lot of them are uh, are not one note, but they're very like they they all serve a different purpose to help mm -hmm. push Cassian towards the re revelation that he needs to join the rebellion much yeah. more than like help them in different ways. He needs mm -hmm. to be an active part of it, or things will stay the same. You get to see characters who aren't affected by the empire, like the people in the political scenes and things like that, where they're like, oh, we could do whatever we want. I'm eating mushy go-go beads. And they're like, oh, their life's great. And you get someone like Cyril, uh, like fucking Cyril, who's like, I need to be with the empire because I don't have a purpose. And mm -hmm. then you get people like uh, fucking Andy Serkis's character where he's like, oh, well, this is the system. And if I follow the system, I can benefit it. I don't agree with the system, but it works. Mm -hmm. And then when they realize that the system is fucked, they go, oh, fuck the system. We mm -hmm. should do the rebellion thing. Uh, right. But all of them combined make awesome arcs and different things like that. But no as you fat. can see, there's no, no fat, fat on no this fat, show. No I think fat. is the thing. Like, there's no character that I can point out that I'm like, they uh, like were too much for the show. Like, they added too much. Like, too many characters. Like, How about characters all, like, who didn't have add enough? Sure, there's like that, but like I, I I don't think that like any of them was like fluff. You know, I'm I don't Jar Jar like Bings, and you're like, why is Jar Jar either? Like it, but yeah. everything felt very intentional, and every shot did too, which yes. is like a very good thing about this show. Cinematography. Can we talk about this? There's one thing when they're doing a heist. At they point. they did a great job. I think everything in this, like even what what took me away, the first scene, him walking up to the bar. Mm. you could just tell there was so much effort put into like the like, characters in the background, the setting. atmosphere, mm. the buildings. It's like, I mean, Star Wars always does it great, but I feel like in this show, like they really did a good job. They, they mm. like, they like kept, they didn't, they didn't just show something cool. They took their time with it. Like, right. yeah. like they wouldn't start walking. You'd see them walk the mm. whole way through a town and you go, wow, there's a lot of detail in this. Holy yeah. shit. But they, it's like, they did not cut. Corners. They had the chance because it was like such a long series and they know they have a season two to like do things that are like so, subtly important like the bell tower that guy just watching him like almost every episode like bang it and then like watching him like actually have like something an arc happen. Yeah. not necessarily an arc but like you kind of realize like why that was like in each episode and it also like is like a good like like instead of just switching scenes they have something that adds to the story like an indicator so whenever right. we hear that noise we're like okay we're back on ferris it Got like it. it adds to the story it's cool and they had time to do it. Whereas like a Marvel show might just kind of be like, mm, cut that because it doesn't really add enough to the story. You know, like we don't here's, have limited time. You here's know. Allegra Valentina. It's episode six. They can, they can sprinkle things rather than being like, and here's the plot and here's the plot and here's the plot. X-Men I mean? theme. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Something like that. Yeah. This is a very, very, very well-made show and it just happens to be a Star Wars show. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And I think that's what works and also what doesn't work. Right. This mm -hmm. is such a well-made show. It's super great. But then you also throw in like the intergalactic politics of everything. You can see the area. Like That's almost, for some people, yeah. not for all people. Yeah. So please don't make every Star Wars content like this. Yes. This is great. 
but let's like keep it to I the products that deserve it, like Andor. You know? I swear to God, if they do this to Mandalorian, no, and I they, don't think like, that they will. Like, like, like there are products Favreau's that deserve, like, deserve to be like this is the Space Wizard show, yeah. and that's kind of the Mandalorian right now. Yeah, and know? like it's, I think we get a good balance, and mm -hmm. I also think that's where like it benefits having like these one-offs and things like that with Star Wars Visions, because mm -hmm. you get to go like you get to go on these one-off like, things. Oh, that was so far. Like and Tales you, of the Jedi, and like, you hear people, you hear people go like, I love this Ronin style like Jedi walking through and killing Sith, and they went. Oh shit! Well, there's an Ezra Bridger series coming up. Maybe we and then like they can take those ideas mm -hmm. for this one. Very very fun Star Wars adventure. Epic action's great. Super fun. Anything else you want to touch on before we get into what doesn't work? Oh my! Writing I, was great. Yeah. Every conversation felt intentional. Purposeful. And I like, just mm -hmm. like just like some of the things they say. I'm like, wow, these writers really knew where they yeah. wanted to go. Like, yeah. So. Right. I think that they for the first time in like fucking forever like since like i guess the mandalorian is a good example like star wars has planning again mm -hmm. the show is clearly planned and they like planned it for years prior to like right when rogue one came out they knew they were making this show so the yeah. show has had like a lot of time and thought put into it and it like definitely really shows there's just like so many subtle things in the show that it's hard to say like what works so i yeah. just like to say like overall they did like a very detailed job with the show yeah it all feels like just very well made like it, it, there's it's a hard way to describe it other than just like wow this is like a really well made piece of content not to know? say it's perfect right no, it's no. to say it's a really well made show like you can oh, really appreciate the quality it. while you're watching kind it. of thing like that yeah now let's jump into what doesn't work uh jackson i know you are a stickler for this um, plot conveniences yes i feel yeah. like there's two or three major times one of them i was watching it and Andor's confused when something is happening to him. Me as an audience is going, why the fuck is this the reason that this is moving the plot forward? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then later they they give us this- I actually don't. You really? This yeah, uh, banging segment of three to four episodes where we meet these awesome characters and we get one of the hypest prison riot breaks ever. Mm -hmm. Well, how we got there was complete bullshit. Um, like there was so many ways they could have connected it to that to make him go there. But what ended up happening was like... Like how he got to the prison? Yeah. Okay. Like you mean like yeah. he just like randomly yeah, got Yeah, but like, right, like right. his like, face is plastered no, no, no. everywhere and Can't he wasn't even. hiding his let, face? Let me put this in perspective. He went six episodes evading the police. Mm -hmm. He makes his money. He's gone. He doesn't he need to wins. do anything anymore. He's mm -hmm. out of there. Then he gets arrested for the dumbest reason possible. Right. I would much rather have been like them recognize him you're right or something like, so like that many like reasons why you're wrong too <laughs> like imagine if they did recognize him you're right shows over been, there you're right you're they'd absolutely go to the, right they'd, they'd torture him and then get information out of him and then kill him and yeah there's no rogue one but, but but they they i think it also just kind of showed like the whole point of the prism was like they're just enlisting slaves. They're not. That's, and they're not that's imprisoning you're, you're people. Yeah. They're collecting slaves. Yeah. But it just felt doing. so lame. But with like because how well, disagree, how well that's what I'm saying. Like you're not wrong, but like also like with the way that they wrote it. Yeah. It, like like it the reveal sense. of those episodes is you're like, oh damn, they're doing that. But you can't you can't put like amazing effort into everything. Mm. I feel like that was one of the things where they had a different transition. But then in the rewrites and like shooting and everything, they went, yeah. oh fuck, we didn't. Um, and then they like were quickly like, well, the Empire is a piece of shit. Maybe they just do this thing. And it's fine. But when you mm -hmm. look at like the Pontiac like waves of this show throughout, that is clearly like a part where you're like, okay. It was a harsh transition yeah. from like where you were. Transition to something fucking awesome. But I like best arc in the mm, close to best arc in the but show, I'd say. Like, I feel like we can all agree that the 
that could have been that we don't have an answer. Mm. We're not saying to do it this way. Just that could have been handled differently. Right. Uh, maybe the I, one part of the show they didn't necessarily fully yeah. flesh out, yeah. but they didn't, maybe but they didn't think they needed to yeah. either. You but know, uh, I have another thing. I want to hear what else you guys think doesn't work. Kevin, go ahead. I have one thing as well, but I want to hear. Do you? Go ahead. I'd like to think about it more. Okay. I didn't think it would come to me this quickly. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that you're going to say something very along the lines. And um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to blanket statement here. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like, fully star wars you know and, and that wasn't I what i was gonna say that but, isn't yeah. what you were gonna say okay well for me two things we already talked about this a bit there's no lightsabers in this show yeah. not that they needed it but it's just like you know that's kind of like your 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 whole your go-to but i guess this is like at a point where there's no jedi right which mm -hmm. is like yeah okay yeah okay far removed from jedi like yeah. decade past right least. okay so, so i guess it, it like makes sense my other thing was there was a very big lack of aliens yeah. Where's our alien representation? Where, so the only response I have to that, right, is like, and I know you're not trying to find excuses. You're just takes place like in on Ferrix, mm -hmm. right? Which, like, when you think about it, most planets kind of stick to one race for the most part. Like right. in the Star Wars universe, that like makes you're sense. from one place, you're that race, kind of. Yeah, like right. But like that, we would that, be my like Earthlings. You know, my thing like, is why in jail were they all human? I think it's because of the way that the jail was set up. And like you're gonna think I'm jumping through yeah. hoops here, but I actually think it makes a lot of sense. Is because I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I don't really think it is. It's not that big of a deal. The way that the jail works is the floor is electrified, right? Right. You know that that will affect humans. What if there's like some creature in the Star Wars universe that isn't affected by electric floors? I think they probably just think it's easier for prison purposes to group the same species together because then you have all like you could make the same jail cell for them you can make the same size everything like you don't need different size toilets or showers or yeah. things like that it's all like uniform you know but also yeah. they could have different floors were different but, species but to that they could have also kept everything uniform and it doesn't work for other alien races and things like that but they just yeah. made like a blanket to show how little they care they're mm. like this is designed right. for the majority of alien races I, I was so, so just like they have the resources and they have like all these beautiful like mm. sceneries but they didn't aliens. do like the Star yeah. Wars thing. Like I, I don't think you're wrong. I think the problem was like we we didn't necessarily like stay to one place, but like once you got there, you really focused in. Every Coruscant scene was either in the shop or in Mon Mothma's house. There was like one brief Senate scene where we probably saw some aliens yeah. along and like and that's like senators. like squinting but like, like but like Coruscant, you were at those two places. Ferrix, yeah. you were in the town square or Cassian's yeah. house. You know, you're in but but and maybe that's because of like COVID filming restrictions maybe they only really had they didn't things, use the volume either a lot in the show they used it for like looks pretty they looks did use really it though pretty. that was a lie they said they didn't use it at all they did and things like windows and stuff they would use it in the background in their but they ships. didn't use it as yeah. like literal backgrounds like yeah. the mandalorian does sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't say what you will about boba fett we got a fair use of aliens that's true got a fair use a of lot aliens. of aliens in boba fett and i think that's fine and or season two let's knock up the alien counter uh, for sure you know what yeah. i mean Especially to the idea of the rebellion, other races would want to rebel too. Right. I feel yeah. like more feel so like, than just humans. <laughs> yeah. But I yes. mean, that's something that will like maybe that's why they're like, oh, if these people are sneaking into this place, we couldn't have a giant Twi'lek showing up or a Wookiee, mm -hmm. which is fine. And I know we're going to get more into that. But if you're going to Dune to us, Dune to us right by giving yeah. us more aliens. I don't, I think that your criticisms about it being not Star Wars, I, I, I get that too. 
Yeah, it doesn't feel. Not to say that like the space fights, dog fights, everything like is in craziness. This, I'd like to clarify. I like this version of Star Wars. Yeah. It doesn't feel like anything we've gotten before. And it's weird. Like, Trying to find like, do I like it when there's less aliens, right. less lightsabers or things mm -hmm. like that? But also, I think they need to find a good balance. And I feel like they find it mainly yeah. with the Mandalorian, but I want them to keep trying things. I think the Mandalorian now leaning way too hard into fan service. Yeah, with the show and everything. It's just like they threw every that that was their show to bridge all other shows, which like fine. I get it. We'll launch out from there. Yeah. It's like I guess we gotta start somewhere, you know. But I don't know. It was I thought Andor was a nice breath of fresh air. Um I'm I'm still mad it's good. Yeah. No, like hey we, we talked about yeah, this no, we talked about how we were it. like it's gonna be it's good. It's gonna be good but and we were all gonna hate that it was good. Yeah. And kind of and here we are. Uh do it you is have, what it is. Do you have your thing? I really don't have anything like other than what you guys have said about like what doesn't work with the show. Oh my god, that's that's so weird, Jackson. Bah, well, that's weird. Bah, that's so weird. Did they let oh, a right. fucking barn animal in here? Because we got a Star Wars sheep. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, my last thing that I had to say, and I want to see if you guys caught it. Great show all around. Mm -hmm. At least eighty percent of the episodes ended at the worst possible time. So yes. they build up onto one point. Someone gets captured, or like, oh, and then they cut to a scene of a guy typing on a computer, and then it ends. Sure. They're running away from someone, and then a guy's mopping a floor, then it ends. But it's not like a bump, 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 like a guy's mopping up blood, and it's hiding something. It's just another scene that should have happened before the ending scene. Or like, or like Luthen's like, it looks like I'm going to go have to find Cassian mm. Ander. He sits down in his chair. He starts the ship. The ship jumps off into light speed. And then there's an Empire guy going, well, it looks like the rebels might be building an army. Let's look into that further. I'm like, why the fuck was that the ending scene and not Luthen mm. shooting off into space? It had the worst ending times Yeah, I have seen. I think what doesn't work for me about this show is, and this is going to sound a little stupid, is the fact that it is two seasons. I don't even necessarily think that they're, because what are they doing, like nine episodes in the next 12. one or something? They're doing 12 again. 12 again. 12, wow. Um, 12 but 12, like they, they already like said what each, like they're, they're doing like three episode arc at this time frame and then this time frame and then this. Time. So like we know like that it's going to start jumping through time more quickly, I, I guess. But it, it just, I, I don't like that we got this first season. That was only over... Like, like three months, three month period of time in the Star Wars universe, and then the next season that we have to wait years for now. By the way, right, is gonna take place over multiple years of time. It's kind of like I wish maybe we did half and half, yeah. or it was all one long season. Or they, yeah, or they make episodes. it like a twenty season, that, and twenty like, episodes. That's just season. like a normal season of TV for most TV seasons. Like you know, yes, I yeah. you just actually reminded me of something else I didn't like. I'll make it quick. Um, they had a lot of characters who they, you know, they panned to, they they uh, they established that they were in this place. Mm -hmm. And then the finale comes. And you're like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with this character? They do one thing and that's it. Yeah. Like Cinta in particular. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She, for multiple episodes, she was stalking people Something. on, yeah. on mm -hmm. Phil, 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 Ferrix. That's the word. And then the final no, episode. I mean, I couldn't keep track. She, she does one thing. And, and you like, go, why cool, did you but why also, did you tease that for four episodes? And I feel like hers is a lot more like, okay, cool, rather than fucking Cyril's. Just I think what I hate about this show is like logically they made it so that you can explain every plot hole, but while you do it, you're like, I hate that I have to explain this. Yeah. You know, right. things like that where you're like, 
well, maybe they were just trying to show that like maybe people have very minor roles, but are also important. But it's just one thing. But it's also like, why do I have to sit here and justify? I, I think they made her too many characters, role. and they tried to uh, sure. like make each of them have their arc, and they yes. needed to push them off to season two, so it didn't feel like. But then the ones fully that they great on the finale. But then mm. the ones that they did push off, you're like, I wanted their arcs. Yeah. I didn't give yeah. a shit about this character's ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Who died within two episodes? Also, there's a lot of people who are like, "I'm going to portray Andor for money." Don't do that. That's yeah, like a dumb on, thing to do. Not Stupid. only because that's not cool, character. but you're going to die. He's the main. Ca- Obviously, you're even die. if you show up in one episode and you're like, "I'm going to show up in the finale again to help rat out Andor," you're going to have a grenade blow up your face. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't fully do anything bad, you will that's die. True. So don't do that to Andor. But it's not like a Han Solo. He'll sleaze his way out. <laughs> bad things will just happen around Andor, and you will end up dead. Yeah. What do we give Andor, the Rise of Rebellion? That's such a better title. Out of five trash can robots. I think this one, uh, in my eyes, I think this one gets a solid 4.4. Wow. I think it's a solid, very show. It's a very good show. 4.75. Wow. It brings up, that's my 95 is what I'm giving it. I was going to give it a 3.8. Yeah, Jackson, you know that's a seventy-six, right? I do. I, Jackson, I think this is the second best show we've seen this year. <laughs> this is like, like objectively, this was a very good show. The show bored me for the first it's half called, of this. It's season. called Andor, not Andor. <laughs> Look, Jackson. I this I I acknowledge that, that it was written very well, and if you like Star Wars, you like Star Wars. But at the end of the day, I don't like Star Wars that much. So for a Star Wars show, it's good to me. I'm pretty sure I gave The Mandalorian an eight out of ten, and that was. Peak Star Wars for yeah. me. Mm. Uh, so this being a 70, 76 is, yeah. is like me acknowledging that this was a good show. Yeah. I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I think I gave, right. I think I gave like Mandalorian so, a 90. So like. So we, we still factor in Jackson's review here, right? Yes. You gotta. And you know, in statistics, you wouldn't? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm he, an outlier. he's an outlier. That's but I mean. but, I'm, but That's other than that, you, you gotta. Four, four? Yeah, 4-4. Four, four. Here, I'll, I'll look at the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's quite an A, but it's definitely a very good Star Wars, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. We're at a 4.32 average. Which is what? 86. Six. Would you believe that the audience score is 85%? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Jackson, so thank you for the outline. Surprisingly. I, I, I thought I liked it slightly more. Cameron would, of course, appreciate it much more. And then you're like, it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, surprisingly, though, critics, 96. They really critics like the really show. Do like Stop the show. blowing this show's dick. People who say it's the best thing that Star Wars has made in years, Shut up. Mm, yeah, they're probably right. No, mm. Mandalorian. Yeah, that's I, I, I will years. hardly say like, okay, okay, nope, if we're counting. Disagree. This is better made. Yeah, but they say it's the best Star Wars. Mandalorian brought me more enjoyment. They watching. said the best Star Wars. And in Star Wars, I think Star Wars enjoyment it's, is like the what, first what thing. What follows that? Is it best Star Wars content mm-hmm. or this is the best Star Wars they've made? Because I think best Star Wars content is like different. Than saying best Star Wars because Star Wars is just like does it feel like Star Wars? Did I have did I feel like I'm watching Star Wars? And that's Mandalorian. And that's Mandalorian. This is like man, I want to watch a good show. <laughs> and you're like, oh it, shit, it's better so call Saul's how, in this. Like this show in a way like almost makes the Mandalorian seem childish. Yeah, it's weird because like going into the show, I was like, that's the best Star Wars show. So good, so good. And what's weird is now. I want more childish Star Wars. <laughs> I do. I'm looking forward I to childish Star Wars. lightsaber stuff. fights yeah, now. I, I do. I'm sick I mean, of this fucking pussy footing around. Oh, the Jedi's are gone. We know they're back. 
Give us some Jedi's. I I think we might see an Ahsoka season two. Yeah. I think. In Ahsoka season two? We don't even have season one <laughs> We don't one have yet. season one yet. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we have to wait that long? That's like five years. Okay. Want to talk post-credit scene? Post-credit, post-credit scenes. Credit if you don't want to see, uh, there was a post-credit scene. No, it does not set up Thunderbolts. But if you don't want that spoiled, feel free to come back in our next We already spoiler? talked about a lot of spoilers. The post-credit scene. So the, the thing that post- they were building in, what were you going to say? I was just going to say the post-credit it, scene it, is it's a spoiler. How it, it connects up- to the show. Yeah. I so, guess. Okay. So we see that the prisoners were making this one device item. It's like this weird metal cog. Now we see in the post-credit scene, it's really like a whatever because, and that's like, it does cool things, but I'm like, Rogue One already came out. Like, ooh, I know what happens. No. So what what happens though is that like the pieces that the prisoners were connecting that they kept people in and they were increasing their numbers and keeping them there and moving them to different prisons is because they are super, super speeding up the process of finishing up building the Death Star because mm-hmm. they need that thing ready. They're, everything's built, it looks like, except the laser, the laser, which is what they're they're building sort of like what looks like the connection points between different panels. Yeah. Which which is like Jesus criminy. That's so fucking sad when you think yeah. about it because Jackson, Cassian Andor gets blown up by the Death Star in Rogue One. And so he's building, he's building the, thing the thing that, that kills, kills him. him. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. He gets blown up by the, like his planet or something. Well, yeah, a whole he's planet stealing the Death Star plans, and they blow up the planet, trying to prevent the plans getting off the planet. But they end up getting. But they end up. Line. So otherwise, the Star Wars movies would not. Yeah. Yeah. And then that immediately leads into Episode Four. Yeah. Um, I think the post-credit scene in season two is going to be Cassian's funeral, and they're going to have his brick, and it's going to be really sad. That's all I wanted to add. Oh, that's a nice little it's theory. It's really sad, though, because yeah. you're going to go, oh, it's not even his ashes because his ashes got blown up with the planet. Yeah. It's just a, a ceremony. They could have scooped thing. up a little bit of ashes. Yeah, they they, they were like, space. is this dirt is or Cassian and Oh, that's ashes. Cassian. <laughs> Doesn't smell like it. Throw it back. That's generous, though. Oh, man. Oh, but okay. What are we What are we looking What are we excited for season two? K2SO. Yeah, yeah, the big old robot guy. Big old robot guy, Jackson. This guy. He's voiced by um, Alan Tudyk. Supposedly, oh, yeah. he was in season one. I don't think that I that, don't think that was him. But according to Google, he was. Fuck you, Google. I don't think that those were the same robots. That would be stupid. Hey, entire I, website thing that bases my entire existence off of it that I often up, look stupid. for information. Fuck you, Google. I um, <laughs> Personally, I think Cyril Karn is going to get a redemption, and I want to see it. Oh, you think he's going to get a villain redemption or like no, he joins the rebellion? Redemption. Oh, oh in, like, I would love that. I, I strongly disagree. I think Mosk is going to get the hero redemption. Did you not see what happened? He was like on the, st- the his his buddy. Right, right. This guy I, is I, fat I, he was on the stairs just like drinking after listening to Marva's speech. Oh, I want to. Well, I was I was more so thinking because Andor saved his life or spared his life. You know? Yeah, like I was thinking that's like that's like the start, and then he's realizing that his life is miserable because he's dedicating it to the Empire. That's what I would think. I, I don't think so because I he think he wants to bone Dedra. that. Dedra. He wants to bone her. They got okay. Their chemistry though, that was kind of hot. I mean, what are you I'm talking about? I hate it. I hate when they talk. <laughs> when they talk to each other, I'm like, I know, I know. I know. Hate it's this. weird. It's creepy. She's like, but, I could call the police, and he's like, you could. And I'm like, ah. why don't you know? <laughs> we both the want the same thing. <laughs> I waited four hours. For you to pass by. No, I think his friend is gonna have a hero arc in a second. He's gonna join the rebellion or something. But I, uh, what I want to see in season two is the purchase slash acquisition of Yavin Four. How does that come to be? How do you buy a planet? Clearly, they don't have a base yet. They're still yeah. like just communicating at different places. That's that's so the money she. How do they get? How do that they get? she's hiding? Do you think you could buy a planet Speaking for four hundred thousand dollars? 
Yeah, that yeah. Why not? Just get a Star Wars universe inflation's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'd live in Star Wars land. I mean, there's fascism, but other than that, it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Coruscant, you're having a great time. You might be able to go. If you're an aristocrat, you are good to go. Finally, last thing, really not important, but I mean, it's really cool and important, but I mean, like, if you don't want to stay for this last bit, I love that speech at the end, right? That speech was great. I know you have one little note about how it was slightly changed. Marva's speech was fucking awesome. And when good. when that big fucker just like knocked someone in the head with, with the team her sentence, brick. yeah, oh, I was like, I was like, Aah! so good. You know she would have wanted that. Um, but there was a redditor a long time ago before the show came out. That now, this is a reliable source. Not a redditor. That claimed that they had the plot of the finale of Andor, and they wrote it out. Now looking back on it, it matches exactly to what they said. And so this was like a legit leak. Except at the end, when she says "fight the Empire," she was supposed to say "fuck the Empire." But they didn't let her say it. So if you look at her lips like doing it, she it looks like she says fuck the Empire, but really? they just dubbed over fight. Is it's, that what you were gonna tell me? Is yeah, that the thing that's you want? what I oh wanted to tell you about God. the finale. Okay. I think that would have like I if they did I, that, they did I would have go best Star Wars. This show. is the best Star Wars. Yeah. Show. They said fuck. I they fuck isn't canon to Star Wars, Jackson. Really? They can say shit, they dank say bastard, they say dank ferret. They say dank ferret. They say nerf herder, but they mm-hmm. they say Cyril Corn because their planet is Ferric. Dank Ferric. It's like it's like I don't a give offensive. a shit about these made up words. Yeah. I hate how these names. It's are. like just let let them say Let's, fuck. <laughs> let them say Hashtag fuck. Hashtag let Andor say fuck. You know how we were begging? How apparently everyone in the MCU watching was like, "Why aren't they having sex?" And then Eternals came mm-hmm. out, and we went, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> and then She Hulk's went, "We're the horniest show." And we're like, "No, we said never we went, mind." Stop doing that. It's weird. <laughs> and then Daredevil is just gonna be fucking everyone. We're oh, like, "Stop it." Daredevil and Spider Man gay sex oh, scene. Gay oh, sex oh, scene God. with Kingpin. That's gonna be oh, awesome. My God. Tis the season for unexpected threesomes. We'll be back next week to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Consider it our little uh, non-denominatable holiday special. If you like what you heard here and you want to see more, feel free to follow us on Roomies Talking Movies on Instagram. Listen to us at Roomies Talking Movies on all podcast things. And I want you two to figure out something I know because whenever I go like, always remember. And And always remember. Eat. Anarchy. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Grab the fucking lights!